Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about Westworld Season 1, Episode 6. It's called The Adversary, full spoilers for the episode, as always. Now this was an interesting change in perspective, because, don't get me wrong, the show's kind of been flipping between, like, you know, there was an episode, I think it was Episode 2, it was more of a Maeve episode, every second episode seems to be focused on Dolores, this was definitely not a Dolores episode, because... Other than one image of her, you don't see her, really. No, she wasn't in it at all. Yeah. So, uh, this was very much Maeve, and it was very much the, you know, Bernard and, you know, Elsie and the, the park running people, you know, those folk, for the most yeah, part. Yeah, very little was actually inside the park. Yeah, a little man in black with Teddy, but other than that, it was mostly outside the park, or in the control sort of area of the park. Yeah. Um. And it was an interesting change of pace, and I actually thought it was a really smart idea, because what this episode brings up, what the main sort of takeaway I had from this episode in terms of what it means for the overall show, it kind of makes sense, it comes from that perspective, it comes from this other side. Mm. Um, because what this episode did for me more than anything else, before we get into like the nitty-gritty of each like plotline, is that it put doubt in my head... The, the very things that we've been talking about since episode one. Since yeah. episode one, we've been talking about, oh, this show's clearly about these uh, androids becoming more human and gaining sentience. And this episode, from the, the cynical, cold, you know, operating side of it, said, no, 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 you've just been seduced by the magic of the park. This is all just yeah. more programming. This is someone else has programmed this on top of this. And I feel like it's not definitely saying that that's what it, the overall answer is, I feel like, no, 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 maybe later we'll get a d- definitive answer, but I feel like for a lot of the show, and maybe even by the end of the show, this debate's going to be in our heads. Like, is this real human life, like, spark in there, or is it just more programming? Is it just... Even during this episode, like, they, they talk about the, the maze, and even just, like, I got a good look at the symbol of it, right? Mm. And it's like, it's it's the man. Like, you know, like, they have, uh, they have the, the image, they have him splayed out. Yeah, yeah. Like when they make the robots surrounded by the maze. And they talk about the story, obviously, but it's like the maze is what they have to go through to get to humanity at the center, essentially, like the consciousness. Which, so it's like, it's, it, it's still even there is implying that's where the show is going. But then, yeah. is it? That's what the characters believe. Dolores believes she's feeling new things. You know, Maeve... Like, her paranoia, like... I mean, they even say her paranoia was turned up. Like, someone did this to her. This mm-hmm. isn't just her having a spark of life. Or, or is it? Or if this is, this is Arnold doing this right now, and it very well could be, uh, you know, everything we get in this episode hints that he might still be around. At one point, Bernard even says to some random person, Arnold? Are you Arnold? Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I believe... On this, my words were when when we said, "Ah, oh, he's dead." I said, "Is he balls?" And I stand by that. I think that's fair. Um, I was willing to accept that he could be dead, but he he's like Jigsaw from Saw. He had so many plans in place that yeah, yeah. you know his life lived on through creation. You know, you say that, but there's plenty of stuff in this episode alone that still lends credence to that theme. Mm, yeah. So you know, I could still be wrong. Yeah, it could be. Uh, so we won't talk much about the whole timeline theory uh, this week because there's not a lot to sort of add to it. Um, the only things I will say 
is that when Bernard does look at the list of like 40-something Arnold creations of the original um, hosts, Dolores is in that list. Well, yeah, but I thought that was that was a given considering it was, was. But I just she was one of the oldest or the oldest, and obviously she'd heard she was uh, the, the the exact phrase they use. She is the oldest currently in operation. Mm. Uh, which didn't necessarily mean she was one of the first. I thought I, I thought you could read that as she's just the oldest one that's still there. But uh, this confirmed that no, she was there. She was one of the original set that Arnold designed. He yeah. built her. Um, and the other thing is one of the big reasons we said that it couldn't be a like you know earlier timeline that was near the start of the park is because we'd heard all the earlier designs were more mechanical and uh, more fake. But we see that the uh, the family and the the kid that you know. Ford has hidden away in this cabin. I thought they looked pretty lifelike until he said, "Open up and you know, robot oh, face." Oh, they did absolutely. Yeah, and, and in theory, Dolores, right? Because she's one of these older models. Uh, well, I, I think unless they upgraded. Yeah, I, I, I think she's like retrofitted in present day. If there is right. two timelines, but like, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. I don't think. And the outside, no. I mean, the argument no. I think some people would have is that we've seen them get shot and stabbed and blood splurted, but then I imagine, though, if they're there for people to shoot, that they would yeah. put blood in just for that purpose. Yeah, like blood yeah. bags almost, like just to explode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's what I thought would happen. Because I think one of the things they mentioned was uh, that the man Black said he opened them up and had a look. And people are like, well, we've seen him shoot and kill them, so he, it can't be, he has to be in the present, right? But, I mean, I don't know. You don't really get that good a look at them just from that. Yeah. Uh, also, worth mentioning, there is a... I you, probably, you haven't seen the movie, right? No. There is a little Easter egg in here that connects it to the movie. I don't know if they're, they're flat out saying that it is part of the movie's timeline. Um, but uh, Yul Brenner's uh, host is actually in the background of a shot. Uh, when Bernard goes down to the spooky basement, which, by the way, if I'm going to make any complaints about the episode, is that I thought it was just a little bit ridiculous, just how like flickering all the lights were and how like you know, you know, it was like over the top almost, like that that basement area. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, minor complaint, uh, but what he finds down there is very interesting. That there's you know at least to that family, the the family that's based on Ford's family, and the kid is him because I think we even commented. Uh, at the time when we first seen him, that he was dressed exactly like Ford. Yeah. And that makes sense. Um, but no, that was that was very interesting. And Elsie goes on the hunt because she wants to find out more about uh, who who's sneaking out this information. Uh, she finds out it's one of the Delos satellites that's involved. And it's funny because when Bernard goes into the park himself to find these like five anomalies, I was thinking, hmm... Like, I get that you assume that it's safe because, you know, they can't hurt you, but I still this feels dangerous to me. It does when you think if the whole point of him checking them out is because they're not under control, right? They're yeah. anomalies. So it feels weird to go and, you know, investigate them because yeah. you know they're not under control and you don't know what's gone wrong. So when Elsie went out herself to investigate, oh, well, oh I'm tracking the location of the, you know, the, the beacon, the thing that's sending out you know, through the old system, so only the old, which is why maybe all the ones we're seeing that are having, like, memories and stuff and having these new changes, they're all, like, old models because yeah. they have to be because they're the only ones with the tech in them that'll, like, pick up this signal. It's kind of like, uh, you know, in movies when, like, 
you know, there's some sort of like like destruction of the digital world, but the old analog things come out and they, they use like ham radios to contact each other and stuff. It's essentially a dog whistle. They can hear it, we can't. Aye. You know, it's well, just boiling down. We we can never hear it. It's it's just a new host that can't hear it. Well, no, that's that's the same thing. Like, that's what I mean. Like in terms of this, mm. it's like a, a dog can hear the dog whistle. We can't. Old hosts can hear it. New ones can't. It's the same thing. Sure, sure, sure. Mm. Um, but yeah. So when she goes out there and she's got her very fancy uh, flashlight, by the way, it's just like a triple ball. Yeah, thing. I was I was thinking. I was like, oh, that's not a bad idea. That's yeah. very bright. Yeah, it's very very fancy. Uh, but she goes out and she's like investigating and I kind of seen what she was going to find coming. Like it kind of, it just made sense that it was going to be Teresa that It did, involved. everything was kind of pointing to it. Also, as soon as she went into that room and you see that room how it is, it's like, oh man she's she's got to be dead in here, surely. <laughs> everything to it is like, when is something going to come out of the shadows yeah, and stab her? It was very, very spooky. Very, very atmospheric and creepy. Uh, the episode as a whole was actually quite creepy. There was a lot of really creepy, um, the, just the, like the IDs being brought up were kind of creepy, and you know, like her, and then her going out there in this dark, you know, creepy like theater place with all these mannequins and whatever else was there, dolls and whatnot. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's not dead though because we see her get grabbed. But if you just see someone get grabbed, that that means they're not yeah, dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just TV rules one oh one. It's just how it is. Yeah, yeah. I just mean that when she went in there, I was just expecting yeah, yeah. her to die. Yeah, yeah. I knew she was in trouble. Like, she she was in trouble. That was yeah, it was that pretty was pretty clear. Yeah. So all that stuff is really obviously really fascinating and brings a whole new question to the show where we are starting to doubt if we've been right about what we even think the show is from the get go. But even if we were wrong, even if they aren't having the spark of life yet, we know that Arnold was trying to trigger it by using his own voice first. Yeah, it still feels like it's... it's a, You know when you teach a kid to ride a bike and you put the stabilizers on? This yes. is like the stabilizers. It's like, oh, if you push them towards it and they can, do, they think they can do it, they just can do it then. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Yeah. Well, that's what we think he's doing, at least at this point, and yeah. it, it seems to make sense. Let's shift over to uh, Maeve, because I thought she had a very... Uh, in fact, probably my standout scene of this episode was the uh, the lab tech guy like showing her around upstairs after she makes them. Mm. Uh, all of that was just glorious to watch. It was just, you know, the music was going full throttle and very emotional. She's seen all these like corpses of the hosts and uh, it all it all comes together at the end when she sees the uh, the commercial for Westworld. And I, I thought this worked really, really well that we've not seen this. We'd seen the, the host that looks sort of like introduces it yeah greets them greets the guests yeah. when they arrive but we hadn't seen this commercial and because we'd seen her like have these flashes of this uh you know her and the child and we assumed it was a previous like setting like this was her before she yeah. got assigned to the whorehouse um but because we hadn't seen this yet like her seeing this for the first time it really put us in her place yeah. you know in the same place as her and we, we really took that in in the same way and i thought that was a really effective uh little touch because I, I feel like a lot of a lot of writers or directors or whoever, like, you know, had other people been making this show, I could almost see that, that commercial being the opening of the pilot. Yeah, because it would be like, here's the easiest way to sell you on, on the yeah. setting. Like, 
let's use the you know in-world commercial for yeah. as if you were visiting it. You, you would see that, and then you would have William arrive from episode you, two. What you'd do is you'd see him on the train, and you'd see it like it would be playing on the train as they mm. came in. Which would be that's stupid on just just in context because they're already there. They've paid their money. <laughs> yeah, you say that, but they always advertise. I know, I know. So. and I always think it's stupid. Yeah. yeah. You know who who are you advertising to? They're already here. They're paying customers. You've got them. Exactly. Uh, but no, I, I thought I thought that whole scene was was just fantastic, and everything with her speaking to the tech guy and like asking him all this these questions, and then the other tech guy coming in and being like, "Oh, sack this! I, I'm you know ratting you into the, the higher ups," and her like going for his throat with the scalpel and all, yeah. all, all that. You know that she can hurt him, and we've seen kind of. Not that we've seen Dolores like go after a, an actual human yet, but we've seen that she's like overridden the whole thing where she can't shoot a gun because she's not supposed to. This is like a, an extension of that. I still have questions like, could she actually stab him with it? Like, could she actually slit his throat? She's convincing enough that he's willing to do what she wants. <laughs> no, I agree with that. Yeah. But it's like, how how core is that programming? Even with them um, having been edited and stuff like as we see, and she's clearly able to threaten and make it convincing. Could she have actually done it? I, I mean, I don't know, but it just—it was really in my head the whole time I was watching. It's like I just—I—you I, don't want to bet on it, obviously, yeah. because your life is at stake. But and all their conversations as well, when they're talking about the personality and how she's got all these sliders, and we've compared this show to a video game a couple of times with the—you know—it's like an RPG, and this very much felt like character creation. Like, oh right, I can put my intelligence up to this. I can put that down to that. You know. Uh, and her demanding certain changes, you know. Yeah, and you know the moment where she does the intelligence one. That's the end of the episode. It's like... Yeah, yeah, and then the the camera cuts, and you just sit behind, and the music comes in. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it's it's like she's reached a higher plane of existence because now she's like understanding things she never has before. Yeah, it was like a, a rebirth almost. Like everything yeah. just kind of clicked into place and ascended. Yeah, it, I almost wonder if we'll get some like. You know, like mid-scene, like changes to a character at some point, where to get out of a situation, like say, we end up with like Bernard or someone in trouble in the park for whatever reason. Mm. Like, can they like just on the fly turn turn someone's like courage down to zero and just like they'll just turn into a whimpering little baby, like mm. in the middle of a fight? You know, I'm not sure because he has to sync it up, doesn't he? You know, when he gets the pad and it reads her thoughts. True, true. He, well, to, he says he has to sync it up with her. That was to do the whole uh, predictive voice thing. I don't know if he maybe has to do do it to the same extent with the just changing yeah, sentence. I don't know. But why would they bring them in to change it all the time? Would they not just do it in the field anyway if they could? Well, no, I'm saying if he's out in the park, though. like. Oh, and he does it in the yeah, park, like not he's someone the, else. Yeah, like he's physically, right. or if not him, someone else who's like in the position to do so, but... Someone's out in the park, and to get out of a situation, like they turn something down to make them like covered or make them, you know, whatever. Yeah, well, that'd be interesting. I could see some fun happening from that. Um, but no, uh, no, that was all, all good stuff, and all of it was creepy as well. See, see when he, uh, you know, the tech guy says, you know, you're a host, I'm human, and she goes, how do you know? And I stand by. And I know last week I said, oh, I think he's a host. I'm still not convinced he's not. I don't think he is, but 
I don't think he is, but I'm not 100% convinced. Because <laughs> he's like, I was born, you weren't. And it's like, well, do you remember being born? How do you know? How do you know you weren't just told you were born? Hmm. Do you remember being born? No, no one does. That's exactly the point. That's, I, I don't know, it's just one of those things where he goes, I was born, you weren't. Like, with absolute certainty. It's like... That's because, told... that's because no one wants to live with the memory of their mother's vagina. <laughs> Probably. That, that's why we all repress that memory. It's got nothing to do with just not remembering things because we're young. It's not that. <laughs> it's just a built-in safety device of humanity. That's all it is. Probably. But, uh, no. So, now all the Maeve stuff... Uh, for, probably my favourite stuff of the episode. Even, even as interesting as the Arnold hinting and teasing. And I will say this. I really, really like the the pace in which we're like delving into new things. Because I feel like they first teased Arnold in what? Episode 3? Maybe? 4? Three or 4, yeah. When they had that conversation where Ford told the backstory and explained who he was. And I, I almost feel like this, this could have been drawn out for ages. But, you know, a couple of episodes later... We're suspecting that maybe he's still alive. Like characters are saying it. Is he still alive? Is Arnold the one doing this? Because you know, Elsie sees in the coding, it looks like it was someone called Arnold and he's good at this, you know, he knows what he's doing. Um So and it could be a red herring, maybe Arnold is dead and we'll see who grabs her next episode. Is it someone who even means her harm? Is it someone who's actually there to protect her? Yeah, we just don't know. That's the thing, this, the pace has been, every episode there's been new stuff to digest. And not just in terms of theorising, like actual plot progression of yeah, big yeah. things like this Arnold stuff. I feel like every episode has had something. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe it's C.T. or Hemsworth um, jumping in to save the day. Mm, could be. I don't know. Uh, just a thought. But we're obviously getting more of a presence from Delos because we've got this new representative who comes to the, the park and has that flirtatious scene with Lee, who decides to pee on the the map in the control room. Mm. Why not? Lots of reasons why not. Yeah, but how many of them are good reasons when you're pissed like he is? All of them. Um, so, he, uh, yeah, he's, he's a wreck, and he's, you know... Oh, not very, and it's funny because we've not seen him for like three or four episodes ever since Ford shut shut him down and said no we're not doing your story it's yeah crap. we haven't seen him since that have we yeah this is the first time we've seen him since and apparently he's just been on a bender since uh, getting drunk out in the sun um, but no I'm, I'm really intrigued by where this is going and like you know is Teresa working like is, is what she's doing you know behind Bernard's back is this for the company are they aware of it are Delos like you know, ordering this could be. It's 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 hard to get again. Like we just don't know enough about her motivations for anything. She seems dedicated, but so does a lot of them. Yeah, and I almost suspect actually because the scene where she sort of breaks it off with him because Ford knows about them, and she she says to Bernard because Bernard's about to tell her about everything that's going on, and he ends up not because she hits some of this news first, and he just kind of leaves. Yeah. You know. Uh, not heartbroken, but just, you know, caught off guard. And, mm. and I almost, like, the way she says, oh, uh, this, like, jeopardises my position here because they may not see me as impartial or whatever. I'm meant to look after your, your uh, you know, your department. And I don't know if I can be trusted to do that. And I, I wonder if you can almost read that as, if she is doing something she's not meant to, and even from, like, you know, Delos's perspective, 
Is she worried about losing her position because it means she can't do what she's actually there to do secretly? Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, yeah. what what is it that's so important? Is it just that it's the job, or is it something more? Yeah, because we know she's been at the park as a kid. Yeah. And given her age, that would put it near the start of the park. That would put it in. Yeah, maybe that maybe that thirty year incident. Yeah. Give or take. It would put it around there, and with Yul Brenner hanging around in the background, uh, I'm wondering if they are going to kind of loosely say that the movie was that incident. Yeah, I think that's been speculated since the start, hasn't yeah. it? Like that, the movie was that thirty years ago. It fit in. It did fit in. It was just. I feel like it will be kind of, but there'll be some things that don't completely yeah. sync up. You know, I'll need to watch the movie again before season two. I'll I'll, uh, I'll rewatch yeah. the movie with all the knowledge I have from season one and see if see how it affects my my viewing of it. Um, but yeah, uh, obviously, men man in black and Teddy. Uh, are hunting for Wyatt. Uh, they're looking for the end, or they're, they're going to the entrance of this forbidden area. Uh, but the army, aka a bunch of hosts that are there to stop people going into these areas they're not meant to, uh, are guarding it. And I think the big takeaway from this because we don't even get to see them go in it. We basically just see them deal with the fact that they're trying to get through the army. And we see Teddy kind of go above and beyond his programming and go a little bit darker and kill lots of people. And also. He seems to remember possibly a previous setting where he actually helped Wyatt kill yeah. a bunch of people. Yeah, that is true. It's, it's interesting, that, because obviously maybe that's him tapping into this other other build. Mm. That's what allows him to do what he's doing here in, in the present. And is this more Arnold tinkering with him and you know giving him these like extra thoughts and ideas? And is that why Man in Black, who's been coming here a long time and has seen Teddy in action a long time, like Dolores, he's like, you know, because he even says that line, which is kind of funny, you think you know someone, <laughs> like, he's surprised by how he's acting here. This is new for Teddy. I guess that could be one one uh, point against the, t- the multiple timelines theory. Because if that is a previous build, would the man in black not have seen it? Because obviously, assuming that yeah. that is, he'd have seen him as a, when he was, you know, younger so you know yeah very very possibly unless maybe these aren't actually past builds they're just memories programmed in by arnold that's that's also a possibility you know like we keep we keep talking about dolores having these visions of this church and like is that from an earlier build or is it like visions that are put there by arnold for the future if it is indeed arnold we're assuming it's arnold at this point just because he's the only that's, suspect that, yeah it's the the most information we've got to go on yeah um, but no, uh, also very good scene. Uh, him using the minigun to uh, yeah, it was pretty cool to uh, take out the entire army. Oh dear, uh, which is pretty much the extent of all the park stuff in this episode. Um, yeah, we got that, and then the Maeve stuff right at the start. You know, to, so she could get herself. Yeah, and park. like I said last week, she was uh, deliberately getting herself killed yeah. repeatedly, so she could go back onto the, the table yeah. and wake up and talk to her boy. So. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm really intrigued by uh, where Maeve's story is going and what she's going to try and do with all this new knowledge. That's the thing, it's like, okay, she understands everything at this point. How intelligent is Because she seemed pretty intelligent already, and that was 14 out of 20. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. What is her goal now? Like, what does she want to do with this information? Yeah. And I don't think we have any way of knowing yet. 
Hmm. I, I don't. But I almost feel like we'll get almost none of it next episode because I feel like because of the way it's flipping between stories, the next episode will likely be very Dolores and William focused. Probably. With maybe a little bit of the the the, the park maintenance stuff, uh, continuing that sort of as the B plot. Yeah. That'd be my guess, but I mean, who knows? I mean, the the show could do anything at this point. By the way, did you recognise the song at the start on the player piano? Uh, not particularly, no. Because I thought it sounded very familiar, but I couldn't place it. I was hoping you were going to tell me what it was. No, but... it was one of those where it's like, I feel like I probably heard it, but you know, not enough that I know the song. Alas, once again, you are a disappointment, Connor. Hey, I've gotten most of them. <laughs> I think. You think. Oh, dear. Um, no, I thought this was... Uh, it's funny, because I think in some ways this is the strongest episode, and that it's... It's really subverted my own thoughts and feelings on the show. Yeah, it's made you reevaluate everything you thought you knew. And it's going to make everything that I like. Because I was so dead set on, oh, this is about you know these hosts becoming more human and having that spark of life in them. That now I'm going to have this inner conflict constantly battling. Is it really there? Is it you know? Isn't it? Yeah. You know. Um, I think it's really smart they waited till the second half of the season to do that as well. Like. Because you, you, we've gone literally half the season get thinking that, no, that's what this show is, and then they wait till now to tell us it might not be. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm just, I'm really deeply curious about the rest of the season, though. Uh, like, you know, I assume we're going to get inside this maze. I'd, I'd assume that'd be like right at the end. Yeah. Yeah, probably. But I, I'm assuming that'll be a thing this season and not something that's just you know saved for later. Uh, it feels like it's this season. And I suspect... I feel like each episode's done a good job of revealing a bit more. I feel like the finale will probably reveal a, a nice big thing. You know, I can see them really giving us something big to chew on to keep us talking for the next year. Yeah. Yeah, I can see it. But, uh, no, uh, so... But, yeah, like I was saying, though, uh, yeah, so this is probably one of the most intriguing episodes and it really flipped our expectations of everything that this show's been doing. Uh, but at the same time, it's probably the least traditionally entertaining, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think it's because we spent so long in the park and getting the Western vibes that yeah. you almost forget about all this behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah. Which so I... that instead of being caught up in the stories and the narratives of the park, we're in, you know, something else entirely. Yeah. But yeah, that is episode six of Westworld. Let us know what you thought of this episode in the comments below. Give us thoughts and theories and all sorts. Um, we do like to hear them. A lot of good ones last week, actually. So, um, yeah, uh, thanks very much for watching, guys. Like and subscribe and all that stuff. It helps us out a lot. We'll see you next time.